Is this thing on? Hello? Yes, I'm here. Okay, let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Scare Traducing, the horror podcast that is serious about series, aka literally the worst name for a podcast. I'm Callum McNabb. Y yo soy Gisela Martinez. And tonight we are talking It Chapter 1, carrying on with our It mini-series in the lead up to It Chapter 2, which comes out at the end of this week, Woo. which we're going to see at the cinema. I'm going to see... We already booked the tickets. Booked the tickets. I'm going to the double screening. You're going to turn up for the second what one. What time is the first one? First one starts at seven. Second one starts at about... Just before... About? Ab- about, about ten o'clock. So it'll finish just after midnight. Rather oh than starting God. rather than starting at midnight, like with the Avengers, and finishing about three. So that's the benefit of... Because I saw... As soon as I saw it was starting at seven. Yeah. For the first one, I was like, oh... Okay, I mean, it's long to sit through two movies. Yeah. But I was like, it can't finish at 3am. There's no way they're that long. Yeah, I need to so I, tweet, I tweeted them tonight and was like, can I just clarify, like, basically what take... Because I thought maybe it's going to do 7 to half 9 and then they're going to wait till midnight. I, but they yeah. tweeted back and they said Like, no. for example, I remember in Mexico and in Canada, some of those midnight screenings, they start at 10 mm-hmm. as long as they finish after midnight. Because it's officially after midnight the next day yeah. when you... Someone watched that day, you know? Yeah, but, like, for example, the Avengers one we did earlier this year, when we saw Infinity War and then Endgame as a double bill. Yeah. That that one was midnight, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Endgame started, it was after midnight. When it started. Whereas this will be at Chapter 2 finishing about just after midnight. Yeah. I think it's just over two hours But it's on a Thursday. Yeah, I know, but Friday? Who cares about Fridays? Me? No, nobody cares about Fridays. You're going to work, dress down day. You're not old. You need to do something spontaneous. What about my back? I have this horrible pain in my back because I'm old. No, you just injured it, I think. (laughs) Anyway, so we're going to see it chapter two this week. Um, And in the run-up to that, obviously, we've been watching the 1990s miniseries, which everybody thinks is a classic. It's not. Zilla had seen it in childhood. I hadn't, and my main takeaway from that is everyone who's seen it in childhood seems to just think it was amazing because it ruined their childhood or, like, fucked them up. Yeah. But if you go back and watch it now, it's not good. Gisela was one of those people who went back and watched it now, and... But, I I mean, yes, it's shit, but (laughs) The Clown, Mm -hmm. it's good. Sometimes. But it's well done. I mean, the makeup, what it is, what it represents, yes, it is well done. Tim Curry as Pennywise, I understand why. Yeah. That's I will give the credit classic. to him, yes. But the material he's working with is not good. It's For yeah. example, Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise in the film we're going to be talking Oof. about tonight, Oof. I think is better. Oh, way better, yes. I will say that. And everybody thinks Tim, Tim Curry... Because he like, has better material. He has way better material to work yeah. with. Um, so, yeah, we're talking at chapter one. Uh, it's a Monday night. And we've got the curtains closed, so we won't be distracted by dogs. Yeah. Zella's turned off all the lights and put some candles in the middle of the table. So just to make it a little bit creepier. Oh, it's quite romantic. 
romantic. It's romantic. It's also creepy. <laughs> uh, we've been slowly but surely working our way through Mindhunter Season 2. Four Amazing show. In. Watch it. Brilliant show. It's my replacement for Hannibal. Bring back Hannibal. And I'm watching RuPaul Drag Race Superstar uh, Season 4. And we're going to see... And we're going to see Bob the Drag Queen. Correct. He is the winner of Season 10. Yep. We're going end of this month. We're also going to something else, but we won't uh, That's that. a surprise. It's podcast related. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm quite excited about this because if you have heard the previous episode, you know that I'm obsessed with drag queens. I love RuPaul Drag Race. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for the new Have you mentioned RuPaul. that on this podcast before? Yeah. Have like, you? always watch RuPaul Drag Race. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Also, I'm excited because uh, the UK is having the first RuPaul Drag Race UK. So, yeah, we're going to have queens from all over the <laughs> island. And, and I, I'm so excited because, actually... One of the girls, well, queens, yeah. that is opening for Hashtag Bob the Drag is... Are they called is, Bob the Drag? Bob the that, Drag that's Queen, the, that's his name. That's the that's name. His, okay. Yeah, Bob the Drag Queen. The Vivian is opening for Bob the Drag Queen. <laughs> and she's going to be in the first UK RuPaul Drag Race. So, yes, we are excited about it. That's in a couple of weeks. End then of this month. The surprise that we have, we're not going to say what it is, but it's also soon. End of this month. And what else we have this Yeah. Yeah. We have the double bill that I'm going to, you're going to turn up for the second part. We yeah. We have uh, a work event for drinks. We have the surprise thing we're going to that uh, mm-hmm. we will reveal later on. And then the drag queen. Yeah. So yeah, it's a busy month. Busy month. A yeah. month and a half until we go to Mexico. Yeah, Mexico slash Tucson. We're going to do two nights in Tucson. Yeah. Um, so anyway, might as well dive into it. It is It Chapter 1, 2017. I assume most of the people listening to this, if not all of the people listening to this, have seen it because it is currently the highest grossing horror film of all time. Somebody put on Twitter um, that if It Chapter 2 does the same business as It Chapter 1, then this series of It will become the highest grossing horror franchise in history with only two movies. Wow. That's how successful the first one was. In fact, no. Before. Before I get to it, I saw something on Twitter just literally two minutes ago. And I was like, I want to ask you this question. Okay. If you could go back. So this is from Twitter. It's from a, a Twitter profile, Horror Movie Review 73. And they just tweeted, if you could go back to the 1970s, to see one of the classic four horror movies here mm-hmm. at the cinema yeah. at the time of release, which movie would you go to if you could experience only one of them? The Exorcist, mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, or Alien? AC, The Exorcist. I think I would go The Exorcist as well. Although that's not my favourite of those movies. Well, but I think I would experience The I Exorcist. I haven't seen People The Texas one, and I haven't seen Alien, I think. Aliens, good. I prefer Aliens. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I need to watch again because I bought the DVD in Mexico from Mix Up, excellent store. <laughs> um, and it looks really grindhousey on the front, but it has hard coded subs. So obviously, I can't turn the subtitles off. Yeah. And they're in Spanish, so it's a bit annoying. But uh, yeah, people said that they fainted at the Exorcist and stuff, so I'd go and see that. So, yeah, I would like to see. Halloween is probably my favourite out of those. Anyway, was, yeah. It was just, quite like a movement, I remember. I just saw that like yeah. five minutes ago. I was like, I want to know what you think. 
So we agree on that. Anyway, anyway so yeah. Chapter one. So, 2017, super successful. You probably all saw it. He's Ella. In a word. Compensation. Compensation? Yes. I, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have no idea what you mean by that. So, what I mean by compensation is basically for going through all those horrible hours watching the miniseries, mm-hmm. then I got that reward. So it's some sort of compensation, some yes, sort of reward. For this, this is kind of like, right. yes, there you go. You suffer all this. This is a well done thing. Okay. Really, really well done movie. Can I Enjoy. offer a counter argument to that? Okay. You don't have to watch the miniseries to watch this one. We did for this podcast. Uh, well, it's my word how I feel. But I'm just but saying that to watch for... this movie, you don't have to. Because they're, un- they're completely unconnected. You don't have to. But that's how I feel for every bad thing that I have seen. This okay. is good. This is well done. It's nostalgia. You make you feel in the place. The atmosphere is scary. But at the same time, you understand why it's scary. It's really really good movie okay my word is tangible i think this film does a very good job of making its characters its uh, atmosphere its location its antagonists all feel real i think it does an excellent job of feeling like a real story in a real place even though it's the most ridiculous thing, yeah. I genuinely think it's excellent. So, tangible compensation. Yeah. That's not a glowing review <laughs> for a movie we both love. I know. Um, so, uh, I saw this in cinemas twice. First time, I must have seen it alone, which I don't remember seeing it alone, but this is before we got married. Yeah. You were in Mexico and I was here. And I remember I, go, I, went, I used to go to the cinema a lot on my own. But I don't remember seeing this by myself. I would assume that somebody saw it with me. I saw it a second time with a friend. But I remember that was being a second time. Okay. So the first time I must have seen it myself. Because I can't remember. Yeah. I watched it with a few friends. Yep. Girlfriends. Including, including the jailbird. And yes. Yep. Including her. And we loved it. It was amazing. Because one of the girls was screaming all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I love this. It is such a good experience going to the yeah. movies, having popcorn with people screaming. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Love that. So, first question. Do you think this movie is scary? Yes. In some parts, yes, it is. I agree. Some parts, it does creep me out. Really does creep me out. I know when I first saw it, I remember going to work and people saying, oh, I heard people were laughing in the cinema. And I was like, again, we've talked about this, but they should be laughing. There are jokes. Yeah. There are bits that you're supposed to laugh at. But again, I also think people laugh to make themselves just just forget that yeah. they're being uncomfortable or whatever. Uh, for example, we saw scary stories to tell in the dark and you thought there was a couple of instances of uncomfortable laughter. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I feel like that. But I think it is quite scary. So it starts, well, it does a good job as in it stops the adult storyline. So it completely rewrites most of the, how yeah. the story is stole, to, so how the story is structured. It doesn't do kids, adults, kids, adults like the book does. Just it doesn't kids. do kids, adults, kids, adults like the miniseries does. But then the miniseries goes, like, kind of throws itself under the bus because it finishes the kids stuff at the end of episode one. 
So yeah. you've gone kids, adults, kids, adults, and then all adults. And adults are shit. And the adults are the most boring part. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why I'm nervous for chapter two, but I, I'm excited as well. So it drops all that and it just goes, focus on the kids' side of the story. Which is, I think, means this film could work as a standalone. I, I don't okay. think, for example, if this movie had bombed and they said, we're not going to make it chapter two, it's made no money, for example. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it would work. It. Yeah, I'd be like, you can yeah, finish, it, you finish it there. Just pretend Pennywise is dead. And, and it works. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just all kids. So it starts with... Exactly the same as the miniseries. I think it's kind of exactly the same, but gorier. Now, the miniseries, I believe, actually doesn't start with the Georgie scene. The miniseries starts, remember, with the wee oh, girl the going missing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't start the same. This starts with the Georgie scene, which is Bill... Building, uh, helping his brother make a paper boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, his bill is sick, so he can't go out. And his wee brother Georgie goes out and puts the boat in the storm. And there's like water running around the gullies. Yeah. And the boat floats, and he's just, like chasing after it. And eventually, the boat falls through a storm drain. Mm-hmm. And then he meets Pennywise. Now, my impression <laughs> of I listened to our podcast for the last episode, and I genuinely think I could do a good Tim Curry. Oh my god! Which is. Hiya, judgy. I think that's good. You can tell me if I'm wrong, but oh, I think that's good. Okay. However, Bill Skarsgård's is more like, Hiya, judgy. <laughs> Which I'm not quite as good at. His voice is totally different. Um, So he meets Pennywise. Same as before. Mm-hmm. And Pennywise offers to give him the boat, but I can't take... No, he starts to talk to him first. And he says, I shouldn't talk to strangers, I need to go. And he says, I'm Pennywise the Dancing Clown. I'm Georgie. No, we're not strangers anymore. How did you get there? Oh, the the storm blew me away. Blew the whole circus away. And there's two things I like about this. Well, actually three. I love the design of Pennywise. Oh, love the it. design. Love it, With yeah. the red going up over his eyes. Yeah. Classic. I love that I'm... Now, I watched this twice... I started it a couple of nights ago when you were in bed and then we watched it again yesterday. Yeah. Both times I was focusing on this and I still don't know the answer. The bottom of it, or sorry, not the bottom, his chin, Pennywise's chin mm-hmm. is soaking wet. And I can't really? figure out if it's because he's dribbling or because it's raining outside and some of the rain's hitting his face. Oh, and I want to believe that it's him dribbling. Like yeah. he's salivating. He's, he's, I think his lips are always really like moist yeah but his chin is moist like it's, it's like overflowing onto his face oh really I never and i'm like is really. that just the rain or is that him like salivating because he's like i'm gonna eat this kid well i noticed the lips in other scenes well, no, in this one okay but so, yeah i love that because i really wish it i hope it's salivation not because i want the kid to die but we know that's where it's going so you know it's a cool wee detail and um what was the third thing i said i liked I said three. Probably the third is that you see him getting oh, no, the I know arm. It. No, I know what it is. It's when uh, he does the pop, 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 popcorn. <laughs> and Georgie goes pop. And then he yeah. goes, and he just freezes. Oh, yeah. It's so creepy. It's really, really like, creepy. Like, um, he just stops as if he's, like, away in his own wee world. Pennywise not even, con- like, it's just so creepy. Um, and then eventually, yeah, Georgie leans, leans in to get the boat. And Pennywise's eyes change colour. Yes, they go from and blue to yellow. Teeth, the teeth come, come out. out. Oh, so that's so creepy. Slam on the arm, 
and rip his arm off and we see it and this is the, I mean that's what like two so, minutes in the movie and yeah. I'm already oh well, my god yeah. and George is like an eight year old kid and he yeah. sees his arm get ripped off yeah and try to like escape he does try to escape arm, yeah exactly and then you can see all the blood mm-hmm. on the water it's just yep. oh my and god and we get a good sign of how Pennywise has influenced the town or how it has because a neighbour kind of sees this she sees Georgie beforehand, and then afterwards she sees all the blood mm-hmm. and does nothing about it. Doesn't no, it. because he cuts there. I thought he, she's the one that calls police and tells that he's it. Maybe, we don't know. but we don't know. But I assumed it. I assume it to be. Remember how uh, in the old movie and in the story, yeah, Beverly he, says that the, the, the yeah, the but it's totally different. It is, but we also see adults There's, later on when Ben is being attacked completely. But that's him. Pennywise inside the car. You see the balloon. No, but it's the adults driving the car. It's just showing that Pennywise has it has control over the adults. Yeah, just in that scene, but we don't see that on the first. She doesn't look that concerned, considering the Yeah, she's like, oh, and she gets inside, probably to call the police. No, she doesn't. I oh will God. show you right tonight. I'm going to Google that. Okay, she that's not what... No, she doesn't. Anyway, so it starts then with... Uh, that's like... I can't remember, is that November time? And then it cuts to June the next year. Yeah, like we They're finishing up for summer. school um, for summer. Mm-hmm. And we are introduced to Bill... Richie, um, Stan, and Eddie, first of all. And they're all, like, talking about uh, Stan's uh, upcoming bar mitzvah. And, like, uh, Eddie says they, chop, they slice the top of your dick off. And, oh, well, there'll be nothing left. And all this sort of nonsense. They're just having a laugh. Um, it's just really good stuff. I, I, it's so funny. Yeah. And then uh, the camera follows another girl instead as she walks into the bathroom. And she... Is it's basically pouring shit all over Beverly, Beverly She's that is Beverly. in the bathroom. Now, I noticed a couple of times in this movie that they refer to Beverly as a slut. Yeah. Whether it's bullies calling her a slut, like this girl does in this scene, or later on when they say that she, she uh, apparently the rumour is that she slept with um, Henry Bowers and the whole uh, school football team. Yeah. And she slept with them all. And I was thinking, is this because the end of Stephen King's book, which I mentioned to you before, and everybody knows, this is the bit that's criticised the most, he mm. has Beverly sleep with all the boys. When they are children. Yeah. Which is a really weird bit of the book. Like, it's fucking weird. <laughs> so I'm just thinking, is there is that then that uh, they're like, well, take that out, because that is not going to fly in a movie. There's no way you can get away with that in a film and people accept it. But at the same kind time... Kind of like a reference. Reference the idea that... Stephen King actually wrote is, that, yeah. Or people assume her to be sexually active or sexualized in some way. Yeah. I just noticed that a couple of times in this movie, they, they reference it. So, she is bullied. Uh, and then we see the boys getting bullied by Henry Bowers. And, uh, and he's such a good They bully. mention that like Eddie Ripson character. has gone missing, another girl. Yeah. And they talk about the kids going missing. Oh, he's a great bully. Yeah. He's so creepy. His hair's terrible. Um, and all but his friends... But you can see that kid is disturbed. He's a serial, serial killer. Yeah, he's fucked up. He like, is. He is. In, like, in a really dark place. Yes. Like, it's not just, like, a kid. No, I agree. But see his... Up. Like, his gang of cronies. Yeah. 
they all feel just like ran normal bullies. Yeah. Like one of them just he throws the oh what do you call the the thing that Jewish people wear. I do not know what you call it. I don't it. know. Anyway. They call he, it frisbee. He calls it a frisbee yeah. and he throws it under the bus. Yeah. And then another one just burps in one of their faces. You're yeah, just like they're regular. Regular bullies. Bullies. The other one is fucked Henry up. Henry is fucked up. Yeah, yes, he's actually 100%. a psychopath. Exactly. And you get this And it scares me. Like, actually yes. scares me. It's like, I know it's just a kid. Like, what? 13, 14 years mm-hmm. old? But it does scare me. Yes. And you get it immediately. It's done so well. Yeah. And then... Uh, they talk about what they're going to do over the summer, blah, blah, blah. And we cut to the back of the school and we meet, I think, oh. our, both our favourite character. Yes, Ben. Ben. Oh, I and love that he's got kid. like an art project and he's got his headphones on and he's trying to get his bike and he can't really coordinate everything. Oh. And Beverly's trying to get past him and she says, excuse me, and then he turns around and he drops everything and it's just so clumsy. This is what I love about this movie. Every single character is so good. The, the cast, the cast for this amazing. movie is amazing. Actually, each kid represents something. Like, what they want me to know, I know it. Yes. I don't need to figure it out. It's just like, and it's just in a subtle way. Like, it's just not like, oh, look, I'm this one. Oh, I'm this kind of kid. Oh, I'm the chai. And no, yes. it's just like, they look like regular kids, but with a lot of personality. Correct. And I love it. I, I love I think... The kids are amazing. The kids in this movie. are unbelievable in this movie. So good. There is only one other movie that I can think of that has as many good kids in it. Well, I think it has slightly less, but consistent across the board, every kid being great. And I talked to you about it when we were watching it. Oh yeah, yeah. You say um, tigers are not afraid. Tigers are not afraid. Mexican film. I believe it should be on Shudder now or soon. If you need to watch a film that will change your life. Watch Tigers Are Not Afraid. Yeah, it's really, it's really unbelievable. Good. Um, and again, kids are amazing in that. But yeah, this one, kids are unbelievable. But when uh, I was listening to another podcast, I really can't remember the name, mm-hmm. but they had an interview with Isa Lopez saying, well, she was saying that it's so That's difficult to work. Tigers Are Not yeah, Afraid. Yeah, to work with kids because. You normally get one group... What? I listened to this podcast as well. You told me about it. It's oh, the really? movie Crypt is what it's called. Oh, okay, you yeah. You told me about it and then I listened to it the next and day. And she was saying that it's really difficult to work with kids because you normally get one good shot and that's it. They yeah. just give you one. But with the kids she worked with, they were delivering, delivering every time. Yes. And I think it happens the same here. Yeah, with the Ed. kids are... They are so good. They yes. are really, really good. And they, you can tell, even if they made a mistake and cut... And they can repeat that mm-hmm. because they are so talented. Yes. So it's a testament to the kids, but it's also a testament, I think, to Andy Muschietti, who directed it. Okay. Because he gets this performance out of every... Across, like, he doesn't leave one kid behind. Oh, so every good. single one of them is up to the plate it's and not is like, knocking it out of the park. Yeah, like, this is what I like about... Normally, when you have, a, like, a, let's say, a pop... An ensemble. Like, yeah, it's like a, this group of kids... Yeah. There's one leader, and then there's this guy. Oh, there's no, still a leader in this. There but, is a leader. No, but I think everybody shines. Like, yes. everybody is so important. If you take the leader, that will be Bill. Bill is the leader, yes. Yeah, but if you take him out, you still have so much there. Yeah, I agree. So, we love the kids in this. Uh, but Bill, eh, sorry, Ben is our ben favorite. Ben is my favorite. Ben yeah. is our favorite, absolutely. The kid looks so sweet and harmless. It's so cute. And at the same time, he is so brave as the story goes on. And he's smart. He's smart. He is something which I am trying to be in my life, which is 
genuine and sincere. He says what he feels. He's not afraid whether people are going to laugh at him. He's just like, that's how I am. That's how I feel. And how, how, how do you feel about me? I love you. Aww. Yeah. Come on, world. <laughs> He's showing his feelings. I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this scene is great. And then Beverly signs his autograph book. And it's the only signature in it. Oh, I, I know. I was like almost in tears there <laughs> because like, oh, I'll sign this. And then it's always just blank. Yeah. And I was like, mm. Yeah. And then later on, he writes her a poem. A wee haiku. Oh, yeah. Which is lovely. Um, so what's the next scene after that then? Oh, well, she obviously finds out that he listens to New Kids on the Block. Yeah. Which is a source of great embarrassment for him because he knows the boys won't like it. Yeah. But he hasn't yet met the boys. Is it him at the library? No. It can't be him at the library. What's the first scare that Pennywise has on someone? I'm trying to think all the scares. Uh, you've got Stan. No, Stan's isn't first. Well, I mean, we can just mention it randomly. No, I know, but I want to try and get it in order. I'm trying to think who all the kids are. Eddie. No, it's not Eddie. Mike. It's Mike. Oh. It's a, Mike, who's not part of the Losers Club yet. Mike is delivering okay. food. Okay, Mike and then who? Mike and then Stan. And then? And then ben. ben, yes. Okay. So Mike um, is delivering food to a local like butchers or something like that. And then he sees hands coming out of a door, which oh. is super creepy. Yeah. And then they start screaming, fire, blah, 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 blah. Burst open and he sees Pennywise. And you get this great music. Oh, but great that, that, music. that scene is really, really creepy. With Pennywise kind of like hanging, as if he's like, from a, like a, a carcass of yeah. meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you just see the eyes yeah. really shiny. And it goes like, but the mute, there's like this high pitch me like. Yeah. It's so creepy. I love it. And then jump scare the car coming yeah, towards yeah, yeah. Blah blah blah. So that's the first scare. Second scare is Stan in the synagogue where he's supposed to be reading from the Torah, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. And his father's like, how's it going to look if you haven't been doing your research? Put the book back. You're obviously not using it. Puts it back in the room. He's scared of a creepy woman painting. painting. Yeah. Puts the book back and then, boom, turns around, paints it on the floor. And you know what? That's a really, like, regular fear. Yeah, it is. For a lot of people because it's something like, oh, this is Crockett or this is something or this is moved. So you put it right, then you walk away Oh, it's just yeah, something that happened. I fixed the house that fallen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, that was really, really good. And when scare. he puts it back, there's nothing there. Oh. And she's behind him. Yeah. Now, the face on the painting works. The face, when it's supposed to be reality, like, doesn't really work as a 3D face. But just when you see the hands behind him holding, like, the yeah, stick. Yeah, holding and the they fall, Yeah, and it falls. Yeah. That's really creepy. That's really creepy, yeah. I think this is the same with the kid that take the medicine, what's his name? Eddie. With Eddie, same. We yeah. see another... A leper. Yeah, kind yeah. of the same situation, like, oh, what's that? And it's like a monster. Yeah. And uh, it's okay. It's just... Uh, yeah, that's again, like, uh, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Now we come to my favourite scare in the entire movie, or my favourite creep-out moment, which is Ben in the library. Uh, first of all, he writes Beverly the haiku, oh, and then it. he gets given a book on like a history of Derry. And then, as he reads it in the background, the librarian turns round yeah. and just 
stares at him, just bent over, smiling. And then another scene, she comes and closer. And she gets closer. It cuts back yeah. to her three times, and she gets closer every time. And I remember people online saying they hadn't noticed this or whatever. I think this is so noticeable because it creeped me out the first time I saw it. I was like, that is terrifying. What is she doing? Yeah. Why is she smiling? Why is she staring at him? So he reads about that. He reads about an explosion that happened in a factory in Derry. Boy's head landed in a tree. There's a photo of it. And then all of a sudden, some Easter eggs appear because it was on an Easter egg hunt that the factory had exploded that mm-hmm. he was just reading about. He follows Easter eggs down into the basement and then he hears a drop, turns around to somebody on the stairs. They walk down the stairs. Stop. And then they continue to walk down the stairs and we notice... He doesn't have a head! They are completely headless. And they chase after him. And he runs, that, obviously. And the way that thing moves, I think is really, really good. It feels kind of stop motioning. Yes. Yeah. And I really like that. Again. And then you hear, Hey, boy! Oh, oh. And he turns around, and it's Pennywise chasing after him. Yeah. And he runs into a librarian, and then he runs out. Gets attacked by Henry as he leaves the library. Yeah. Henry cuts an H into his stomach, and this is where we get the idea of the adults see him being bullied, and he says, help, and they just drive on. They don't care. And secondly, that Henry is willing to go further than all of his friends. Because like, even some of them are like, hey, can't, like, calm down. And he goes, I'm going to cut, carve my whole name into this cottage cheese. Yeah. And then uh, Ben kicks him and rolls over the the fence and down a hill. Yep. The bullies follow him. Henry drops the knife, says, that was my dad's knife. My He's dad's going to kill me. And you realize then that he comes from an abusive household as well. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, picking down the ladder. Ben runs away. He is chased by two other boys. And that leads to one of the boys, Patrick Hofstadter, I believe his name is. He ends up in the sewer. Oh, yeah. He dies. And I'm just getting through this. Like These bits aren't super important. Uh, but what is important is that Ben meets the Losers Club. Yeah. They take it and then you get the classic Richie like, holy shit, what happened to you? Um, yeah, so many good lines in this. Like, uh, I can already feel myself getting itchy. Do you see mom, same bathroom as your mum? Yeah. Then you probably have crabs. <laughs> uh, all this sort of stuff. Great stuff. Uh, like, then, it, they're funny. Like, this kid is likable and no, like, too Richie. rude. Yeah. Yes. Because like he's played first... by, I can't remember his name, but the, the Stranger, Things, Stranger kid. Things kid. And he's good. I like this kid. He can be an asshole and likable at the exactly. same time. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's good at it. Uh, so yeah they take Ben to stitch him up they run into Beverly at the um, a convenience store pharmacy it's more of like a pharmacy yeah she's buying tampons you know and they need her help to get the stuff because they don't have enough money so they're going to steal it she distracts distracts the chemist by being weird with them like he's super creepy Oh, yeah, like she I says, know. like you look like Clark Kent. Can I see your glasses? And she tries them on. And he goes, "Well, looks like I have my lowest lane." Oh, that's and you're so like, "Oh, you're disgusting. so gross." Yeah, <laughs> it's just disgusting. Ugh. I know. Um, and then when she distracts him by knocking stuff over, and he has to bend down to pick it up, and she turns like, "Now's your chance to get out." He's not looking, and they run out, but they smash Eddie into like one of the aisles, I one know. of the shelves, and they and make the a mess. Fucking basically. boys, like so, so stupid. 
So they stitch up Eddie. No, sorry, Ben. Yeah. Beverly comes out and then she gets kind of into the group because they say we're going to the yeah, quarry you, tomorrow. Do you yeah, want to come? you can come tomorrow. I mean, yeah. And then we have, I think, one of my favorite scares with the kids. That is Beverly. Because I remember this also in the first movie. Well, miniseries. Yeah. It's still my favorite, I think. The blood. Basically. Is that just now? So she goes home and cuts her hair because yeah, her dad yeah. touches it. And that's when she gets the blood. She gets basically no, all green blood. Yes, no, it's does. not because she cuts her hair and then goes to the quarry. Remember, she goes yeah. to the quarry with the hair. Well, cut. it doesn't matter. The point is okay, that well, sorry for I going like it chronologically. <laughs> <laughs> you like the blood scene? Yes. Yeah. Well, the reason I didn't want to miss out the quarry scene, not I don't want to spend too long with it, is because I I like how the movie lets them be kids for a bit. Like, there's no threat when they're in the... They're just swimming and spitting. That's so gross. And, calzones. and jumping in and listening to music. And then they go to Ben's house, remember? They go to Ben's house first. And they learn about the... Dairies. Dairy. The, 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 the people who set up the town going missing. They learn all this stuff. Um, but yeah. And then she has the, the blood instance then, after that. Well, it doesn't matter. That's my favorite. I know, but I just wanted to say that I like how the movie lets them be kids. It's okay. not, like, there is a scene where it's like, they're just, you know, kids in summer are going to be kids in summer, even if this trauma is going on in the background. So anyway, the blood. What did you like about the blood? No, you already said that. Sorry. What did you like about it? I apologize. They're red. You like the red? Yes. Why? Because it's red. <laughs> and our curtains are red. Your laptop is red. I like the red. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, there's a lot of blood in this one yes. compared to the old one. Like the whole bathroom is red, and then the dad can't see it. He says, "You know, why did you do that to your hair? I liked your hair, but she can't see it because she says like the blood." And he's like, "What blood?" Now you thought that this was some sort of metaphor. Yes. For for her period. Fair enough. I just think because obviously you see her buying tampons and she is kind of like ashamed of it. Yeah. And obviously the dad is like, oh, but what did you buy? Let me see. Oh, you're not my little girl anymore. Yeah. And that's quite disturbing. Yeah, this this movie suggests she is sexually abused. Yeah. Rather than the miniseries in the 90s, which is just she is, maybe he hits her a couple of times. He's abuses her. This one, like, it suggests that maybe he rapes her as well. Yeah, like, it's, it's quite gross. So really I think gross, yeah. that's kind of, like, her fear. Mm-hmm. That's why it represents the blood, like, because she's becoming a woman mm-hmm. and the blood... Well, that makes sense, because, like, Eddie sees the leper. Yeah. And he's afraid of disease. Um, Bill sees Georgie, and that's, like, his great trauma. Yeah. Stan is the painting. And then the burning place... The burning place was the burning place. Really oh, Mike! Yeah, yeah Mike. Mike in the burning place, and Ben with the headless kid that he's just read about. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. That hers—that's her fear—is yeah. I suppose that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, bathroom covered in blood, and she gets the boys in to help her clean it up, and that's when they dis- they discuss all that they've seen it all, the clown, and Rich yeah. is like, "Is it only virgins that can see this shit?" Because <laughs> he hasn't seen it yet. Ah. Oh. Um. Yeah. And that's when they meet Mike as well, because they see the the bike at the side of the road. Yeah. And they're like, we should we should help him. And then you get the rock fight, the infamous rock fight. Mm-hmm. Now here's something. How many bullies are there? There's four of them. 
the three? Is there three Billies? Yeah, I think there are three. Yes. The four originally, and then Patrick died, so leaving three. Maybe that's right. The Losers Club could take them. I know they do in the rock fight. They take them with rocks. Like, they throw the rocks and they beat them. Yeah, but they're younger. I know that they're younger, but the only reason I think they wouldn't take them is because they wouldn't be willing to go as far in a fight as someone like Henry would. Hmm. Totally forgot one thing I love about this movie. The kids show that's on TV. Oh, yeah. When Beverly goes home at first, when she's still got long hair, and her dad says, like, what have you got there? You're still my little girl. And he touches her hair. You can hear the TV in the background. And it says things like, go play go in the play sewers. sewers. The sewers is a great place to play. Yeah, yeah all that fun. stuff. Yeah. Follow the that. clowns. Yes. Oh, it's giving me chills. Just that that's just there to this entire community. And it's also it's there so when... Creepy. Uh, Henry. Well, yeah, Henry, the dad. Is it there when the kid with all the medicines is with the mum? Eddie, I don't know. But when Henry kills his dad, that happens later on. Henry finds the knife that he'd lost and his dad embarrasses him in front of his friends because he says, like, he's, you know, this isn't, he's a paper man. He's not a strong man. And so then Pennywise gives him the knife back. But the assumption is, I'll give you this as long as you kill, kill him. him. He goes into the house and then on the, the TV, it's like, Kill him, Henry. Do it. Do it, Henry. Do it. And then he does it, and then it's kill them all. Kill them all. Yeah, all the kids. All the kids just chanting in this little, like, setting. It's so creepy. So, yeah, essentially the movie does take place similar to the old one, where each individual kid has their own individual scares. But what ties it up better than previously is that then instead of going to the adults and they all remember this trauma, you get to see them say, we've all seen this thing, we need to beat it. Yeah. We're going to Kneeball Street, which is the house. So they go to the house. Mm-hmm. And they decide who wants to stand it. Well, first of all, obviously as well, they've got the scene in the garage with the photographs. The oh, photo. that's a good one. It's a great scene. Um, yeah, so they go to the house. and Like, they just, like they figure it out because of all the sewer connections and stuff. That's where Pennywise lives. lives. Yeah, it must live in that house. It lives there. Yes. So they go. And the And I, I like the oldest scene because it's kind of like you have all these different rooms with different things happening. Mm-hmm. And well, all the fears all, happens. And yeah. I, I really, really like that. Correct. Well, first of all, only Richie, Bill and Eddie go into the house. Yeah. Because they draw the short straws. You don't see them draw it, but Richie says, I can't believe I drew the short straw. And Bill wants to go in, obviously. He wants yeah. to, to beat it. And yeah, as you say, they get all, so Richie finds a poster of himself saying he's missing. Mm-hmm. And then Eddie gets separated from them. And he falls through a hole in the floor and breaks his arm and faints. Richie uh, gets separated from Bill and ends up in a room filled with clowns. And that's his fear yeah. is clowns. Yeah. And there's also the original Pennywise. There's a doll of him there. How would you think you would fear in that room? You think you would cope in that room? Oof. No. No? I've definitely... Oh, no, I would freak out. I mean, I don't think I would be able to cope in that house in general. <laughs> but that room in particular... And I've not even got a stronger fear of clowns as you. I mean, as you say, in the house... Creepy. 
And also in the house of the movie we watch, uh, stories to tell in the dark. That yeah, house yeah. is really, really creepy too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But this house, like, dude, this is a day, a day yeah. time. But like, this it's almost like there's something otherworldly about it. Because if you remember when Eddie gets scared by the leper, yeah, and then he runs up to the back of the house and he sees Pennywise. Mm-hmm. When you see Pennywise, the sort of the house behind him is kind of like breathing. It's it's like pulsing. So it's kind of like this house is a lie. It's weird. It's yeah. just really weird. So they eventually, there's so, so, so much good stuff in here. I can't, I can't go into the, all the detail of it, but like there's the three doors. Uh, like, not scary. Very scary. Very scary. And then not open, scary at all. And they open the not scary at all door. And it's a girl with no legs just hanging. Oh, yeah. And they're like, what happened to her legs? <laughs> and then Belle's like, remember, this isn't real. And this, this is, is all your in your fear. mind. This is your fear. It wants you to be scared. Yeah, and they go. They open it again. Meanwhile, Pennywise is attacking Eddie on the bottom floor with his broken arm. Oh, and he does this great slow motion dance dance thing, and he like imitates Eddie's asthma, being unable to breathe. He's like, Pennywise is so fucking creepy there. It's so good. It's so good. And then he is about to eat Eddie, and he like keeps like pretending he's going to bite him. It's almost as if he wants to make them. I'm going to bite. Ah, no, I'm not going to bite you. I'm going to bite you. It's, like it's almost like the more scared playful. he is, yeah. the more scared Eddie is, the tastier he's going to become. Yeah. So Pennywise is trying to terrify him. So he's like, uh, uh, uh. he's just messing with his food. But then Bill upstairs says, it's not real. We can get through there. If we just open it, it's not real. Just Im- no, it's not real. And then as soon as they open the door and they like their imagination isn't playing ball with Pennywise's, mm-hmm. he stops. He like he can already sense that they've figured it out. Mm-hmm. And then they have a fight downstairs. Beverly comes in and stabs him through the eye. And he escapes. Yep. And this is when they think... Well, Bill kind of wants to carry on. But they're like, look at Eddie. Look what's happened. We need to get him. They ready. basically like get so into leave. a fight. And they all, all separate. Well, they leave the house. Then. To fix up Eddie's arm. And that's when Eddie's mum... Because she's obsessed with illness and stuff. She blames all of them. Mm-hmm. And she says, Eddie can't hang around with you anymore. Because a delicate boy. Yeah. And then they all start to split up. They all start to blame each other. Like, it's summer. If this happens once every 27 years, because Ben's been doing the research, then I'll be older by then. I'll leave. I'll get out of this town. You said you wanted to leave too. And then it's, you know, all that stuff. And they all start to fracture and and argue and fall away. Yeah. We can't pretend it's going to go away. Ben, you said it yourself. It comes back every 27 years. Fine. I'll be 40 and far away from here. I thought you said you wanted to get out of this town too. Because I want to run towards something, not away. I'm sorry, who invited Molly Ringwald into the group? Richie. I'm just saying, let's face facts. Real world. Georgie is dead. Stop trying to get us killed too. Georgie's not dead. You couldn't save him, but you can still save yourself. No. Take it back. And then we jump a month. Yes. After that. Mm -hmm. That's when Beverly gets taken. Oh, yeah. So her dad says, I heard you were hanging around with boys. You haven't been doing womanly things with these boys. And then he goes to attack her again. And that's when we get another assumption that it's maybe sexual. Because he like leans right away. Like he kind of crawls over her. Yeah. And then she kicks him in the nuts. Kicks <laughs> him in the bars. Kick the bars. <laughs> runs away. In at the bathroom. He chases her. And she smashes his head with uh, the, the cistern of the toilet. And then Pennywise grabs her. 
Like, so she's beat the dad and she's like, oh, I'm free. Turns around, boom, Pennywise grabs. Bill finds this out because he goes to meet Beverly and she's not there. And then there's written, you die if you try or something's written on the wall and he realizes. So then he goes to Richie and he goes and they get the gang back together. It's been a month. We thought it kind of gone away. It's not over. It's got Beverly. We need to go into the sewers to get it. Even Eddie comes. He, he yeah. betrays his mother. He screams at her and he leaves. And they head down to the sewers. Yes. Is there anything in particular that you like about the sewer fight scene? Well, first of all, they kill Henry. Henry follows them. And then he has a fight with Mike. And Mike throws him into the sewer. And I remember thinking like, oh, in the book, Henry is a part of chapter two as an adult. He's in a psychiatric ward. And then he comes back. Yeah, and, yeah. and I was like, oh, well, I guess Henry's not going to be in this adaptation. As I've said before, in our previous episodes, they rewrite stuff in this, which I'm fine with. If yeah. you think it's going to work better, I'm just interested to see how they're going to go with, like, are they just completely writing that storyline out completely? Well, yeah. then, does that mean Mike's going to be in the sewer at the end of the adult scene? Because he's not in the book. He's in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Or are they going to get some other way that Mike's injured? Or is Henry not dead? But he fucking looks dead. He falls down a sewer. <laughs> yeah. So, I, it's all these questions I'm so excited to find out. Soon. Yes. So, the sewer scene... What do I like about the sewer scene? Well, Beverly, first of all, when Pennywise does the it's dance all for her, floating there. But when he does the dance for her, oh, before yeah, he yeah. makes a float, like I'm the dancing clown. Yeah, it's creepy as shit. Yep. And then they find her; she's floating. Her eyes and her eyes are all tilted back, and she's floating up. So that was kind of like the part of the book that you said there. She's in the other dimension. Yeah, no, she never goes to the other dimension, Beverly. Well, she says when she wakes up yeah. that she saw them all grown ups, like, oh, we were our parents' age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe she was looking at the future? But maybe. The older dimension. But then she should also know that Stan, don't, Stan doesn't make it. So she doesn't say that. No, she, she doesn't remember. She maybe. says it's not too clear. Or she says yeah. something like that. I don't remember, but I can. I remember us yeah. being older, like our parents' age. So, yeah, I don't know. Interesting thoughts. See, I'm smart. <laughs> no, I just, I just... I'm even smarter in Spanish. <laughs> um, she's brought back by a kiss from Ben. Oh. Which is nice, but I, I, don't, I don't know if, like, it's a bit weird. No, because it basically it's like through it's love. It's like, like a classic fairy tale thing. Yeah, like a classic on. Sleeping Beauty thing. That's nice. Yeah, I know, but again, as people pointed out, like as we grow older, you start to realize Sleeping Beauty was asleep, but some guy came along and kissed her. That's a bit weird. Anyway, no, but he I know actually is through love because he actually loves her. Yeah, but and she, that... how can she love him if she's asleep? No, but she loves. No, I mean the love is from Ben to her. Mm-hmm. It's like showing through love, and mm-hmm. that's when she realizes. Obviously, wake up and then tell tell him the poem. Yeah, she realizes the poem was from him. Exactly because which, of the love, which she may- felt. No, but broke she her no, back. no, I don't think so. Well, oh, maybe, but she also realizes that it's not Bill earlier on because she says one of the lines. But to then him, who? And he, d- yeah, I suppose that's. And true. then she feels been. the love by wake, like men woke her up. Yeah, that's maybe she felt that like something that pulled her back. Which, is makes, which makes the end of it then even more heartbreaking that she still chooses Bill, knowing that Ben wrote her the poem. 
and Ben brought her well, back. Well, their kids are confused. I, don't I know. know, but anyway, so um, they save her. Bill kills Georgie, but it's not really Georgie. I really like all this changing of all the fears. Well, it's Pennywise trying to like, oh, I'm going to scare you and now I'm scared you. And, and he's changing showing as, everything. as he's fighting them. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. How and the, they... the one that I like mm-hmm. is the Beverly one because it's the dad's it's face. Dad, yeah. And then he says, they know that you are my... And that's when I said, when I thought he actually sexual abused her. Yeah. Because, like, it's kind of like, don't say out loud because Pennywise doesn't complete the sentence. Uh-huh. Like, Beverly hits him with, I don't know what, I don't know what it is. Uh, once he's like, uh, when they said, they know that you are my. Before he says little girl. Yeah. That you are mine. Yeah. Maybe, so, but does that mean then that like she doesn't want like that, shit up? Like, does you know? that mean then that Pennywise was the one semi doing it? Maybe, who knows? Or does it just mean that Pennywise can read your mind? I suppose he can well, read the your fears. mind. He can read your fears. I suppose that's true. true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they, and she doesn't want the world to know the blood is there, like really exposed. Yes. You know, like, yeah. Okay. So yeah, my theory about the sexual abuse is there a lie. Fair enough. Uh, so they defeat Pennywise, yeah. Semi, they think they have killed it, but uh, we know they haven't because there's a second one coming. Um, and then they leave the sewers, they don't have sex with Beverly like they do in the book, they just leave the sewers and they say, if this thing comes back, promise we need that to we'll promise come back. that we come back and finish it off. And they make like a blood oath, they'll cut their hands and yeah. stick their hands together. And you get a classic shot of uh, Eddie's... A what do you call that? Casket. Cast. Cast. Yes. Uh, where it says loser because the girl had signed it with loser. Yeah. And he's written over the S with a V, so it says lover. Lover. And I think I think I've told you this before. I think that'd make a great tattoo. See if you just got that tattoo there. Yeah. And you had maybe a, a sleeve of like horror themed yeah. stuff. But you just had it say loser, but lover with the V, the red V over That's it. That's quite a reference for that movie, yeah. I think it would be cool, though. Oh, I think cool. it would look really cool. Um, anyway. Not that big, but... Oh, no, I would have it that big. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> I wouldn't let you. <laughs> well. Well, what? Well, I don't know. Well, I don't ever plan on getting a no. sleeve, so... Um, yeah, so then they, they all leave one by one to go home. And finally, Beverly and Bill share a kiss. And uh, and then that's it. That's the end of it. Chapter one. Yeah, it just finishes. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely movie. It's it's such a good movie. It I love such it. A good this movie. is one of my favorite Stephen King adaptations. Oh, it's, I mean, probably. The Shining is my favorite, obviously. But again, he doesn't approve. He doesn't that. approve, and people say it's not a good adaptation. He changed so much. Fair enough. I haven't read any of his other books. Like, but like other ones, you I like, like misery. Misery, love misery, it's, love it. Yes, oh, okay, it's Stephen King. Really, really like Pet Carrie. Cemetery? The original oh, Carrie. Carrie, yes, really, really like I like that Carrie. one. Yeah, yeah. Pet Cemetery, the newest yeah, one, I liked better. I did like the newest one better. I would say it two thousand seven. It is better than Pet Cemetery. Better than Misery. I've not seen Misery in a long time. Misery's more of a thriller than a horror. It's a horror, but it's not a... But still Stephen King adaptation. Yeah. Oh, it's the only Stephen King adaptation that's ever won an acting Oscar. 
Yeah, one best actress or best supporting actress. I can't remember what exactly category she was in. I know who she is, Kathy Bates. But um, oh yeah, I know. yeah, Misery is great. Is it better than that? Probably not. But it's up there. The one thing that I do like about this movie, and I don't think you will know, is try me this movie. How long is this movie? Two hours and twenty. Oh shit! You are good. Two hours twenty six. I know I'm good, which, bitch. Which means this movie is approximately twenty five minutes shorter than Midsummer. That's crazy because everybody talks about how long Midsummer is. And I know 25 minutes is pretty fucking long, but when you compare the two movies, they're totally different in style. I this I do feel Midsummer's length, but yeah. I think it's deliberate. And but this one, this one I don't feel, feel long. Doesn't feel I'm like, holy long. shit, this movie's coming to an end. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't think, I thought you were going to say like, maybe like two hours back on. No, it's two hours 26. I know. That's crazy. Holy shit. It Chapter 2. What? What do you think? It Chapter 2 is apparently the same length as Midsummer, 2 hours 50. Oh. Nearly 3 hours long. And I know what that is. That's because they've done all the kids stuff in this movie, but they've, they're they adding more kids stuff into this new I one. I know, like flashbacks like, and stuff like that. The kids were yeah. too good to get rid of. Yeah. So yeah, that's what it'll be. Um, so that's It Chapter 2. Oh no! It Chapter 1, sorry. Yeah. Favourite death. Favourite death. Well, first of all, who dies in this movie? Georgie. The dad. The dad. Patrick Hofstadter, the bully. Mm-hmm. Then the sewer. And is that it? And Henry. Henry, what we think, he falls down the well and gets smashed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Georgie. It's got to be Georgie again. With the arm all showing us there, all the yeah. blood. Yeah, definitely Georgie. I agree with that. High five. Yeah. So, that's <laughs> it, chapter one. The highest grossing horror film of all time. Eso. We know you saw it. Everybody fucking saw it. I hope you loved it. The idea that people think this is somehow not as good as the 1990s one, as I've said before, blows my fucking mind. Because this movie is great. Yep. We will be doing it chapter two uh, later on this week. It'll be up the weekend. next Monday. Uh, this one... I'll be uploading tomorrow. We normally upload on a Monday, but tonight is Monday. It's half past eight. I kind of want to watch a bit more TV. So I'll edit this tomorrow before the Great British Bake Off. Yes! And then we'll watch the Great British Bake Off. So let's go up on Tuesday. Yeah, I have this recipe to make um, sweet potato brownies. Are you going to do that just now? uh, I'm thinking maybe tomorrow for the Bake Off. During the Bake Off? Before the Bake Off. Oh, okay. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, basically, if you want to try this recipe, it looks really good. A friend of mine made it and she said she loved it. Sweet potato, boil. And then uh, one spoon of maple syrup, uh, peanut butter, and cocoa powder. All mixed, put in the oven, 25 minutes. And apparently it's amazing and healthy. There you go. Skirt reducing, giving you healthy tips to have a long life. Thank you very much for listening. Gracias por escucharnos. Eh, hasta la próxima. Bye. Bye.